We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The news never stops. Life goes on around town and around the world. You need a talk show that keeps track of it. A program with bold opinions that's always open to your views. That is this show. Welcome to the Mark Davis Show on 660 AM. The answer. Well, all right. Well, that was fun. Whoa. What happened? (laughs) We were having such a good time. And believe you me, that is always a good time. I love my buddy. Whoa! And 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 he the gift of the Eminem experience. It's it's a gift to me. Gives me a great show segment. Boy, does it! It's a gift to Mike. It gets his talk show juices flowing <laughs> for for his own show, or exhausts him completely. I don't know which. And I hope that the ultimate gift is to you. And, and I know one of the one of the trickiest things is when we're yammering over top of each other. Which boy was that on display? Because the the clock is a cruel mistress. Because we're we're running criminally late. And I thought in the last sixty seconds I would just throw Mike this curious Trump curveball because he will give us one every once in a while. And so let me give it to you. And listen, we don't need to do you know an hour on this <laughs> unless you want to. Because there's a lot of, uh, of 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 political stuff and news stuff and all kinds of stuff going on. 866-660-5759. Believe you me, there's always room for more. Uh, Our byword is topical variety. So grab a hold of us on the phone, 866-660-5759. That's also where you can text us, give us anything you like there. And and, 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 Oh, oh, by the way, (laughs) let's visit that Patriot mobile text line during uh, Mike's and my exchange. Many of you wanted to weigh in 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 real time, and you did. So here's, here's how it begins. And it really is, and the reason it's worth uh, another breath or two is this is a pretty fascinating um, uh, premise politically, socially, attitudinally, you know, right? So you know the history. Anheuser-Busch, for some stupid reason, and this is weird, it seemed, doesn't it seem like this was like five years ago? It was barely one. And I know it was, it doesn't seem like that, but it was, it was like a year ago where they decided they would put out the sort of the Bud Light trans can and have this a, a portion of their campaign devoted to you know influence everybody's an influencer whatever that even means uh but but one idea was that it would be a really really ga- great idea to have this foppishly confused man named Dylan Mulvaney uh and and god bless him i want nothing but mental health and gender normalcy for all people whether it is your teenage daughter who thinks she's a boy or an adult man who thinks he's a woman, shh, pray for them. This is a mental illness. And for some perverse reason, unlike, you know, anorexia, where if uh, somebody's rail thin and they think they're fat, we try to fix them and heal them and guide them toward reality. Oh, man thinks he's a woman? Sweet. Celebrate. You know, girl thinks she's a boy. Fantastic. Score one for our side. Uh, This is why I'm on this every day. I don't mean on it topically, but I mean why I'm willing to fight this fight 
every day. It's it's for basic sanity and gender normalcy. So Anheuser-Busch thinks it'd be a great idea to have the Dylan Mulvaney Bud Light Partnership. Uh, conservatives, and maybe not even just conservatives, people who just went, what? Uh, decided that Bud Light needed to be punished as a brand. And my gosh, sales dried up in a frightening way. They were like giving Bud Light away in some some stores. It was just, ah. So has Anheuser-Busch uh, noticed this? They obviously have. Uh, have they offered us up any more uh, unsettling uh, trans partnerships? They have not. But have they acknowledged their error? And I don't need them to grovel on TV just to basically say, listen, they can even put it in in corporate speak. You know, we are reevaluating some of the decisions about the partnerships we make and the values of our, uh, our customers, blah, blah, blah. Do that. I'm good. I'm good. Well, guess who's ready to be good without that acknowledgement? Our friend, President Trump. So here's here's the, the, the truth social post. And I offer that up to Mike. And he, listen, agreeing with Trump is always a safe space for a talk show host to be. <laughs> Uh, I am not willing to board the forgiveness train as he wants me to do. I look forward to walking through fire to elect him, but we're going to have a couple of differences. This is one of them. Uh, Mike wants me. Well, let, let, I'll tell you what Mike wants me to do and wants you to do after I share the Trump truth social post. Ready? Here we go. <clears throat> the Bud Light ad was a mistake of epic proportions. And for that, a very big price was paid. But Anheuser-Busch is not a woke company. I can give you plenty who are. I'm building a list. Might just release it for the world to see. Why not? The left does it to well-run conservative companies and people. Very nasty, but it's the way they play the game. On the other hand, Anheuser-Busch spends $700 million a year with our great farmers, employs 65,000 Americans, of whom 1,500 are veterans, and is a founding corporate partner of Folds of Honor, which provides scholarships for families of fallen servicemen and women. They've raised over $30 million, given 44,000 scholarships. Anheuser-Busch is a great American brand that perhaps deserves a second chance. What do you think? Perhaps instead we should be going after those companies that are looking to destroy America. Okay, I'll make my point about this here in 60 seconds. Mike's point is we need to take our boot off the throat of Anheuser-Busch because there are good-hearted, hard-working people working in, in the warehousing facilities and driving the trucks who are hurt by the boycott. To which my reply is, When I say tough, I don't mean I'm being dismissive about those people. I always care about people, their livelihoods. And he's sitting there just hammering me. He said, Mark, those those truck drivers agree. You know, those warehouse people, they agree that, that, well, great. Well, tell them. Have them rattle the cage at corporate. And I don't need need them to quit their jobs or anything. Jobs are, you know, hard enough to secure. Uh, But no, no. And and that's why my point to Mike was we'll never boycott. You know what? You know what this Bud Light thing is? It's the one thing that we've done that worked. Target didn't work. We tried to go after Target because they'll let a dude into the girl's room with your daughter. We've tried to go after a dozen companies. You know, DeSantis, uh, an entire state going after Disney, they noticed. But not much, because here comes, uh, you know, tranny Star Wars or whatever they're thinking of doing next. Uh, so we 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 really got a company's attention. This one worked. 
And they're like, ah, let's give up. That time, all is forgiven. I'm all about forgiveness. I'm all about grace. Are you kidding me? I've been the recipient of it. I have been the enactor of it. I've been the deliverer of it. But I really do mean this. While forgiveness and grace are vital, they're scriptural. When are they appropriate? When there's an acknowledgement of the sin. When does somebody in your life deserve to be forgiven? When they admit that they've done wrong. When does a company deserve to be forgiven? When they admit that they've done wrong. Anheuser-Busch has done nothing of the kind. They are totally woke to, uh, to, to the neck bone in their corporate suites. They have learned nothing. So no, Mr. President, I love you. I can't wait until your hand goes on the Bible to be re-inaugurated in January 2025. But hell no, I'm not forgiving Anheuser-Busch yet. No, 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 no. And Mike's point is, ooh, drivers, ooh, warehouse workers. Dude, I'm sorry. No. But, and because again, if, we, if, if that's what's going to be our, our you know, driving locomotive, we'll never boycott anybody. There's not a boycott we can do. There's not an economic action we can take that won't have collateral damage with some driver, staff worker, secretary, delivery dude uh, who's a, got a MAGA hat on in the back and is somehow hurt by the boycott. Sorry. Okay. Um, text line. <laughs> I agree with Mark Davis. Screw Bud Light. <laughs> they should have recognized the timing of that release. Uh, here's one where Mike is right. Where's the one? Here we go. Mike is right. Judge a man by his actions, not his words. Anheuser's taken vigorous steps to right their wrong. Mm, I don't know about that. An apology without corrective behavior is empty. You came across very dismissive in your reaction to Mike. Mm, he can take it. Uh, and I was dismissive in my reaction to Mike because he was dismissive in his reaction to me. It's why we love each other. Uh, they should do the biggest surprise Super Bowl ad ever. Bring out the Clydesdales, American flags, and publicly apologize in the biggest, most American way during the Super Bowl. All right. Let's see. Yeah. When Mike and Mark get into an argument, I wonder if this is the radio segment where they break up. <laughs> Are you kidding? Oh, we love the, the, the Mark and Mike segment is my favorite thing and Mike's favorite thing, and I hope you're a favorite thing, because of the delicious moments when we are all energetically, uh, you know, rowing the same direction, and maybe even more so for those moments where we just don't see things exactly the same way. But I just want you to know there is always, always love in the room. I love my buddy. We're in Carrollton. John, Mark Davis, welcome. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. Um, This is absolutely not the day to bash on our friend Mike after the a rough night he I had. I know, seriously, but, please. Uh, really, yeah. So, But I think that really this comes down to the greatest truth about our economy is that we get to vote with our dollars on everything that we do. And AB absolutely deserves everything that they're getting. Um, the argument that the drivers are out of jobs is like, you know what? They have a skill set, and that skill set doesn't go away just because they're not dropping off Bud Light. They can go deliver the Miller Light and the Coors Light that everybody switched to. Yeah, what, what is, wow, thank you. You phrased even better than me. Because, of course, I'm always – whenever we come after a company, there will be collateral damage. I'm not blind to that. But if, if we let that run our lives, then we'll never economically punish any company for anything. Why is it important to do so? Here's somebody on the text line saying – essentially uh, move on, this doesn't matter. 
It absolutely matters. The messaging of companies, the messaging of our elected officials, the messaging of our our athletes, the messaging of when people, some things are worth defending. Some things are worth defending. Some things are worth fighting. And you can't just, "Eh, it's just a beer company, because that's how insanity gets a foothold. All righty, we are in Denton. Devin, hey, Mark Davis, welcome. Happy Wednesday. Hey, good morning. Thank you. Hey, I just, the way I think about it is this, the whole woke movement, uh, kind of, it's, it's serving its purpose when they get us at each other's throats over stuff like this. Mm. Ultimately, I think, mm. I think it comes down to, you know, uh, the actions speak louder than words. Like, do you punish a company for one, one wrongdoing? It's like that whole saying, you know, one, one all crap will ruin a hundred attaboys. But at the same time, you got to look at the value of what they have done, and then you go, you know, forgiveness is really what you choose. It's like for you. So what do we choose wow, to do? Do we so keep much punishing wisdom. or do wow. we? Wow. There's superb points. Let, let's sift through them for a couple. First of all, your point about forgiveness is one of the most important things. When you forgive somebody, uh, and it is when presuming it's deserved and et cetera, et cetera, it's, it's really not something you do for them. It's something you do for you. If somebody has wronged you, you are freeing yourself of walking through life and being burdened by the Absolutely. bad blood. Exactly. It's right in interpersonal relationships. There is no negative to me whatsoever or to anyone for holding a grudge against Bud Light for the horrific offense, societally speaking, of their enthusiastic embrace of of the anti-science, anti-God, anti-logic, anti-sanity stance that a man can be a woman. So no skin off my nose, having a great time. Um, As far as all the other great things that Anheuser-Busch does, I mean, their people are going to lose primaries this year because of maybe one thing they did that people didn't like, and, and all the other great things are were fine, but let's get somebody who didn't do the bad thing. Uh, let's drink a beer that doesn't think men are women, and, uh, and that's okay, too. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I see the point. Yeah. I mean, and I said, I, but it's I, thank you so much because it gave us an opportunity to to get into forgiveness and grace, mostly interpersonally and, and how vitally, vitally important it is. What's, what is that book? Is it The Shack? I'm going to mangle this. There's a story about a guy who's like, kid got killed and he winds up in some mysterious house in the woods and has the opportunity to forgive a guy who killed his daughter or something. It's like, wow, who could possibly forgive? And he ultimately does. Oh, look at the, look at those folks at uh, Mother Emanuel in South Carolina, the black congregation where the guy, Dylan Roof, came in and shot up a old black church full of people church full of black people. And, uh, and, and these folks, and, and the reason I mentioned race is because he totally did it because he hated black people. And they came to a sentencing hearing. Some folks in this church community came to the sentencing or the, the hearing, the arraignment, some such. And they said, the first thing we want to do is we want to tell this man that we forgive him. Wow. This is what grace is. This is what faith is. And why does that mean it's okay what he did? No. Does that mean that they, that they are have grown uh, ambivalent about what he did? Of course not. Of course not. Of course not. But they say, look, I mean, the, the wheels of justice are going to turn. And ultimately, what happens to you in the afterlife is between you and God. But we are not going to poison our lives by walking around uh, burdened with our negativity toward you. That is a superb interpersonal point. When a company screws up and deserves to be thwacked, perhaps for longer than they have been now, there are no negatives to that. They flip and deserve it. 825. 
Whiskey's too rough, champagne costs too much. Vodka puts my mouth in gear. I had to do it. This little refrain should help me explain. As, As a matter, matter of fact, fact I, I like beer. beer. Tom T. Hall, 1975, and a classic. I like beer. <laughs> here's, here's a good declarative sentence. Well, we have a lot of declarative views on the phone. Let me hop into news with Nikki Whaley, then we'll come back. It is the stuff of beer. It is the stuff of Bud Light. It is the stuff of apologies, which we have not received from Anheuser-Busch. And yet there is President Trump, God love him, on Truth Social saying, get off these co- this, get off this company's back. Time to give them a second chance because they've done other wonderful things. And we're seeing uh, how many takers the president is getting on that. (laughs) I love him, but I'm not one of them. Many of you are, some are not. Mike is. He wants us to totally take our boot off their throat because, you know, they got uh, drivers and warehouse workers that might suffer from the boycott. Mm, Sorry, tis the stuff of boycotts. All right, here's the stuff of news with Nikki Whaley and then the stuff of phone calls with you and me. 866-660-5759. Mark Davis, 831. Eight forty. Little vintage Kansas child of innocence. Sweet child of innocence, in the, the late great Robbie Steinhardt on the violin and the vocal. Eight six 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 zero five seven five nine. All right. We can't, can't do can't do border deal all week, <laughs> but but I'll get back to that in a second. In fact, let's sort of begin to tie a bow around where I think we are on this really fascinating talk show gift we've been given. Uh, and I owe two people, President Trump and Mike Gallagher, President Trump for the Truth Social post in which he essentially says, quite frankly, get off Anheuser-Busch's back. Yeah, they screwed up with the Dylan Mulvaney uh, Bud Light ad, but they've paid. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by this. They've paid a price. Yes, they have. And that's a great thing. That is, that is conservatives. I blanch at that. It is conservatives because we're the only ones who seem to be sane on this. This is not conservatism. It's basic common sense. I mean, you know, how, how, how much taxes we pay, how strong or weak our borders are. You know, pro-choice, pro-life is often about conservatism versus liberalism. But can a man become a woman? Are we nuts? And the answer is yes, we are. We we are in we are in the midst of a national of a global hysteria, and it must be fought at every turn. Whether it's a school trying to teach your kid that they can you know transition. Or a company celebrating those who have. Yeah, well, and again, transition. I mean, what does even transition mean? If you are living, you're, listen, I'm, I'm a live and let live guy. If you're a dude and you want to go dress up as a woman and call yourself Mildred and knock yourself out, no skin off my nose. But if you are going to make me assert that you are a woman, that's not a no, that's a blank. No, and it must be a societal blank no in the direction of anybody who tries to shoehorn us and gaslight us in this regard. And now, and again, so people always ask, hey, Mark, why do you care about this? Why does it even matter? Some people are crazy. I know that. But th- the differences between 
men and women, manhood and womanhood, as defined by science and as created by God, they mean something. They mean something. And this, you could probably wrap this around, oh, a dozen things that that I seem to go off about. I mean, we all know why we talk about borders and taxes and, you know, Ukraine and Israel and Hamas and, 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 and you know, 9-11. It's because these are huge things in our lives globally, you know, local stories, national stories. We all know the things that are important in our lives. Some things that just seem to be matters of principle or conceptual things or philosophical things. Here's the bottom line. Some things are worth fighting for. Some definitions are worth fighting for. Some norms are worth fighting for. So, I will. And we have phone lines for those who uh, agree and disagree. So, let's do a little more of this and then uh, back to various other things in the news today. Uh, House failed to impeach Mayorkas. Why the border bill died, a continuing story. And uh, and various other things. 866-660-5759. We are in Fort Worth. Mary, Mark Davis, welcome. How are you? Good morning, Mark. Hey. It's, it's always a pleasure to speak to you. Thank you. What a fine young man you are. And I always tell you, you're a <laughs> you're fine young man. You are so sweet. Thank you. 66. I love this woman. You know, I'm not going to suck up, Mark. You're fantastic. <laughs> I, I, I'm a big admirer of, you know, of what you present to us in the public. Thanks. You are well-deserving. You have you have certainly earned respect from your, you know, your listeners, and I am one. Thank you. Uh, to my point, Mark, uh, and for, guess what? I just ran into a guy. I used to work for Coors as a sales merchandiser, mm-hmm. one of the best. I ran into a guy, Bud, over at a consumer store at Richmore. And I cannot believe we just basically went through this. I presented to him, listen, guy, this is how I feel in an ethical way, compassionate. I think what they need to do is exactly what you just said, Mark. They need to apologize to the public and make it decent. This is not I hit your car. I'm sorry. This is perverted. It is a perverted and they need to make up by it by apologizing. Get your CEO, like you said, say, listen. We unfortunately made a horrible, horrible mistake. We are asking the public, and then going to definition of our consumers, we love you. I don't agree with my number one blueprint president. I love him. I will back him up 100%. You know that, Mark. Of course. He's a blueprint. Of course. But I will... But he's wrong in this. Yeah, I, and so and it, 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 well, thank you first for your points and for your for great kindness. Appreciate it. So sometimes we have to just ask the question: What's Trump up to? I mean, just what's kind of the point here? Because if there's any, I mean, you look at the notion of sharp elbows and combativeness and no retreat, no surrender. You, you look that up; it's Trump's picture in the dictionary, right? So what makes him want us to let up on Anheuser Busch? Maybe. I mean, here's the interesting thing. Not everything is binary. He, he This is not something terrible he has said. I just strategically disagree that that if you've got somebody, if you've got their attention, you you forgive, corporately speaking, you, you stop the boycott when it's clear they've learned their lesson. And I'm sorry, it's not clear. Them stop them going and finding other uh, you know, men who think they're women to do can partnerships with them. That, that does that doesn't mean they learn their lesson. It means that means they got whipped. It means they got stung. They said, "Wow, we better cut that out." But it doesn't mean that they've necessarily learned the lesson that what they did was antithetical to the American psyche. 
So anyway, so President, for if you haven't seen it, I put it on X. You can go find it if you want to. I put it under conversation starter. Little did I know. Um, it, it essentially says, look, uh, here's some great things Anheuser-Busch has done. So maybe they deserve a second chance. Um, that, that's, yeah, let me let other people on 866-660-5759, uh, in Argyle, Al, Mark Davis. Welcome. How are you, sir? Hi, uh, Al. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, hey, I agree a hundred percent with what you're saying. Do these deserve to be, uh, uh, forgiven? Yeah. Now, right now? No. Yep. We'll get there. Because you have to ask, you have to ask for forgiveness. Okay, to be entitled to forgiveness, to be given forgiveness. They haven't asked for it. No. What they've done, you're absolutely right. They have done so much damage. And what they did is they lumped together the consumer, okay, whose only uh, defense or only weapon that we have to fight is to boycott. Mm -hmm. They've lumped us all together under this perverted, you know, way of thinking with their, their corporate agenda. And no, not, I'm not going to forgive him right now. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the time may come. And, and, and listen, maybe it'll just be, maybe we'll say after you know, five years of never drinking. First of all, I didn't care about Bud Light anyway. Uh, but if somebody wants to go, okay, I'll, you know, everybody can do this on their own individual decision making. But a key part of this corporate forgiveness thing of stopping a boycott, a key part of it is the company recognizing the error of their ways. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right. All lots of topics afloat on this Wednesday. We head to. Rocco. Hey, Mark Davis. Welcome. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Mark. How are you? I am good. Good. I have two quick questions for you since you being an influential man of the media. (laughs) Well, thanks. (laughs) I I recently watched a brand new movie come out. It's called The Beekeeper. Oh, Jason Statham. Yes. And the premise of the movie is the good guy chases down the bad guy. The bad guy swindles millions of dollars out of people. Is a coke addict. And turns out to be the president's son. Wait a minute, <laughs> president president's son is a is a, is a coke addict. Hmm. Yeah, coke hmm. addict, and he swindles millions of dollars. Huh. Of Two questions is yes. A, where do you think they got the? <laughs> I can't, I can't possibly imagine. <laughs> And B, how in the world did it make it to theaters uh, in major, you know, motion picture? Yeah. Made it to theaters. How I'm, I'm, I'm going to think that not as many people thought that the Beekeeper, which I have, I have not seen and don't have a total familiarity. I've, I've heard good things about it. The reviews are good. Jason Statham's always fun. Uh, good cast in there. Halfway through the movie. Halfway yeah. to the movie, we kept calling the kid Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> well, it may be you and some others, and maybe I would when I see it as well, are a little more a little more attuned to the storyline of a president with a cokehead son. You know, there are lots of movies that feature somebody who's a fictitious president. There's a lot of people who have troubled kids. There's a lot of drug plot lines. If you put them all together, and, and <laughs> you could probably and, shake and, that and the, screenplay out at some point. And the president is corrupt. From dirty money. Oh, no, 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 no the president, if I if I remember from the trailer, president's a woman, right? Yes. Yeah, okay, gotcha. So, all right. Well, which, by the way, that's fine. We'll get that at some point, too. Uh, needs to be the right woman. All right, okay, the beekeeper. All righty, all right. We're not going to put that on Put that on my list now. 866-660-5759. Mark Davis, 850. Eight six 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 zero five seven five nine. 
Let's hop to your calls to wrap up this hour and carry a bunch of things into the 9 o'clock hour. Topically speaking, we are in Chrome, Texas. Jay, Mark Davis, welcome. How are you, sir? Good morning, Mark. Hey. It's a beautiful day today. It is. Um, I have a quick question for you. Why should we have faith in the system? What system? The one we're in, in right now. And uh, believe me, let me preface this. I'm not a socialist or communist or <laughs> right, right, anarchist right. or anything like that. Right. Uh, well, guy is Republican, 63, hope to Right. And every time I look at it, it seems like the our glorious leadership is more concerned about filling their pockets or reelecting gotcha. the, the good of the country. Gotcha. So the, the really broadly defined our system, our institutions, the status quo of our country. Okay, here's a short answer right. for the, the most broad and wonderful and eloquent question anybody could have asked. The answer is because the system isn't the problem. People are. We have a magnificent system. So what we did is, so the system isn't sick. The system is not perverted. The system is not flawed. The people we have who are at the controls of it are. Watch how our institutions improve when we no longer have people in power who want to weaponize them against conservatives. Look how our schools improve when they're actually interested in teaching kids rather than indoctrinating them. Look how our military improves when they're more worried about winning wars than they are about uh, you know trans soldiers' benefits. So we put the right people in power and the system suddenly looks better. And you are 100% correct at all points. Unfortunately, the yeah. way it looks, I thought that was it, too it, easy. It, we're going the opposite <laughs> direction. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm teasing. It, it was easy to say. What'd that take me? 40 seconds? It is, it shouldn't be hard to do. And that doesn't mean we're all going to be monolithic and all have exactly the same politics, but some of the basics, man, some of the basics, schools should teach kids. You know, we should have a border as a country. We should have a strong, you know, foreign policy around around the world. Those should be things that we can unite around. It's been hard to do. I, I will tell you the American left is a big part of why it's been hard to do. So if we deal them sufficient defeats at the ballot box, maybe they won't be as energized. Superb questions. I hope my answers were fitting in short form. I can do whole shows about that if you want. And I thank you. 858. 